Hello there and welcome to a light touch, lightweight, light everything apart from my waistline steadily growing as it is episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, I'm your host Rich Polly and not joining me today is Ben or Liam. Um, it's just, and I say just, it's the A-team. It's me and Professor Tim, Tim King. How's it going mate? Uh, good evening. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah quality content. We've we've cut all the chaff out finally, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna have a little concise podcast episode today. I think Ben's getting drunk because his child has been mithering him all day with it being a bank holiday here. Um, so, um, and uh, Liam is having uh, I think he's having what work would call a personal day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It, this is a, it happens sometimes, doesn't it? You know, we yeah. we do obviously try and fire weekly. Uh, we could have probably have got a um, a guest together, but um, it's also a public holiday in the UK, so you know it's a bit of a weird day. I mean, I I was actually ready to go about an hour ago and made myself a nice. I had a vodka and tonic ready to go, and then realised we don't record to eight o'clock. So <laughs> I'm now on my sec- my second drink. So. Um. I was trying to set. I was trying to set myself up with a, a a nice TTS game for Sunday evening with somebody after the kids went to bed, and then after I posted the uh, the LFG and a couple of the channels, I just went, "Oh wait, no, <laughs> it's Monday." Yeah, <laughs> I have to go and chat to Tim. <laughs> Fine. Um. Anyway, we actually have quite a lot to talk about today, which is really nice. There's been a few bits and bobs that have been spoiled over the course of the last week or so. Um, as well as that, we've obviously got upcoming potential points changes, but. We all know they're coming, we just don't know what they're going to be. Um, although, you know, rumours are now circulating as indiscreet playtesters start to be indiscreet. Um, but yeah, everything is starting to rattle about the place. So yeah, we're now um, we're now just waiting for them to come out. When are they going to come out? Who knows? They might be out by the time we record this, uh, by the time we release this, sorry. Uh, on Thursday morning, they might drop May the 4th. You never know. Who knows? End of the month, the night before the uh, the UK Games Expo. I don't know. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Tim? I mean, May the 4th would be poetic. I think uh, they did talk about having the points out for the new OP season, which officially either starts today or starts the 4th or the 5th. I can't quite remember which. I think they said it starts on May the 4th because AMG love a bit of a Star Wars day. Yeah, so I think that would all quite fit nicely um, if that is the case. Um, and, And I think that's good. Like, I'll be honest, like, I have had a fair amount of apathy and, and I always do between, you know, sort of points updates. Um, so it's been nice to fly some different stuff, but I kind of just want to know, you know, what's changing so that I can actually start practicing a perhaps a bit more of a competitive list. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Knowing that stuff is going to change, knowing that the first big world qualifier of the season probably being the UK Games Expo is coming and it's selling tickets as well so it's not going to be as small as it was last year it's already bigger um i think i looked earlier on today and there was like 40 tickets left so as of kind of monday afternoon there's 40 tickets left so we're talking about what's that then 86 have sold um so assuming probably a few drops 80 to 85 people so far i mean that's going to just increase in the next 30 days yeah as people hit paydays and stuff and are waiting for you know a bit closer to the time plus also we'll talk about it in a little bit they've released the price support um which looks really sweet oh well i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i'm glad i made the decision to go um 
works really good. Um, so um, what should we start with? Should we start with that? Let's start with the price support. Yeah. Why not? Um, so um, AMD actually did this release on the web page. Um, nobody knew it was coming. It wasn't spoiled anywhere, which makes for a nice change. But they, they did a release. New competitive season of Star Wars X-Wing is on the horizon with players across the globe compete in World Open qualifiers for a spot in the World Championships at Adepticon 2024. In addition to World's Invites, a slew of new prizes will be at stake in these events, and we wanted to give you a first look at what you could bring home. So if you participate in the World Open Qualifier, you will look forward to a selection of beautiful full art ship cards featuring pilots from every faction, including Hollow, Gamut Key, Volt Scarus, Hera Syndulla B-Wing, Kaz Ziono, DIST81, and Contrail. So there you go. And it doesn't include them, but that's what you're getting. So um, unless there's going to be multiples for perfection, but those are the ones that they've spoiled. So uh, I, yeah, think, I, think that's a, I think that's a really good selection of participation prizes. And I think if you get all of them as well, it's that's a nice, nice whack to get, um, you know, and, and there's some relevant pilots there. Like, you know, we've seen, you know, gamut in quite a few scum lists, especially if perhaps Kanan does get a points increase. You would have thought gamut would be perhaps the uh, the next hawk in this sort of scum and villainy. Yeah, uh, gamut used to be around, didn't he? Gamut used to, pre this current meta. Gamut was the the coordinating hawk of choice. Yeah, well, I think does Kanan just fits so well in that three ship build. Um, yeah. and with with Maul on him, obviously, but I can't imagine that either Kanan or Maul or a combination thereof is not going to be looked at because although the old triple tap, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that is that is always the awkward thing, isn't it? Everything always gets nerfed too hard, but the <laughs> the problem is like it's not it's not that 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 list is all conquering; it's a good list. The problem is, it's like the it seems to be the only viable scum list, and I I don't mean that personally. It is just what a lot of the scum players are taking. So yeah. you have to look at that list and say, well, why are scum players taking these ships? And it's because yeah, Kanan is very good value for money. So you yeah. end up you end up putting his points up or modifying his loadout or doing something with him, which will hopefully mean that other ships become more viable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. Ga- I think Gamut's definitely um, definitely a, a good choice. Yeah, he's a good choice, and there's a few pilots in there that we haven't had um, alt arts from, which is always the the kind of the the problem with alt arts is that you want the popular pilots, but then once you've got a popular pilot one, you're then going, oh, which of my popular pilot alt arts will I use when you get another one? Um, well, so, I'm really yeah. excited for Contra. Like it's yeah. like from a Republic point of view, like you, you always tend to get the Jedi, so it's nice to see a clone actually, yeah. uh, you know, being there in an alt art. Um, yeah, yeah. Kaz, Kaz and a fireball, which you know you'd probably tend to see a T70 or something would be the yeah. sort of you know the resistance card of choice. So yeah, yeah. no, it's a n- nice little selection. Yeah, nice segue though. They're talking about with Republic, you normally get the Jedi because. <laughs> Those that make the tournament's top 64 will be awarded with a variety of ship and upgrade cards focusing on some of the Star Wars saga's most iconic Jedi, such as Anakin Skywalk, I'm sure that's a typo, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, and Grandmaster Yoda. So, whoa, 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 hang on a second. You can't talk about the Jedi without talking about the best Jedi. Luminara. Exactly. 
Yeah. So she gets yeah. an altar, and I will be very happy to hopefully make top 64 and uh, hopefully fly Luminara again. Yeah, so Luminara with her um, kind of diamond symbology is in the art alt arts as well. Um, yeah, there is also a um, Marg Sable Closure alt art with a Jedi symbol on it. Um, which is a talent that something to do with flying through structures or obstacles. Um, and then there is also an epic, um, which has caused some excitement in the epic community with a, what does this mean epic's going to get pointed in this next points update? So let's see, um, which is something to do with while your wing mates do something or other. I don't know. Um, it's one of those epic cards that we've never been able to use because they've never given us points for them. But yeah, I mean, really nice looking bits of alt art. Um, you know, you've got Obi and Annie in proper Jedi armor. You've got Mace Windu, aka Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and then little Yoda alt art with Yoda just looking dead cool because um, he is cool. So yeah, um, there you go. It's a good one for the uh, for Republic stands, this one. And it gets better because... So that's top 64. When you get to top 32, we continue with the Jedi theme. Top 32 will receive a punch sheet containing maneuver dial ship tokens and more that all feature unique art for these Jedi. Additionally, the players will receive a set of range rulers, range one, one and a half, useful, two and three, inspired by lightsabers. So we've got Yoda's lightsaber is the one. The one and a half is, I don't know whose lightsaber that is. Mm. And then you've got Mace Windows, and then you've got Obi Wan's as as the. Is it not an Anakin lightsaber like his early one? I don't. It might be. It's green. It could be. Mm. Um, I'm not. I'm not big on my lightsaber hilt knowledge. Um, But there's also there's this punch board which has got like cool looking Jedi Force charges. It's got little target lock tokens with the the Jedi's kind of faces on. It's got um, kind of ship chits, and it's got. You know, uh, so it's lovely stuff, and this is coming in at top thirty-two. Um, getting those, um, so that's really good. And then it looks like top sixteen is gonna get the range rulers, which are really, really nice looking things. Anyway, they're really, really pretty, like yeah. lightsabers. Um, top four is gonna get maneuver templates. Now the maneuver templates, the straight moves are. Jedi symbology for each of the Jedi. So you've got something Obi related, something Annie related, uh, something Mace related, Luminara related, Yoda related, right? Um, so Yoda's the one straight, of course. <laughs> Why not? Oh, is it the buy initiative value? It is. It's but no, because Lumi's not a two. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and then the I thought I thought for a minute they've been clever. And then the banks and the turns until you see them in the template tray kind of look a bit weird and it's like oh it's the surface of coruscant and maybe something else and uh, i'm not sure uh, and then you see them in the template tray which is going to the people who get top four. Ugh. Oh, it's, it's all a bit confusing about who gets what but basically you get alt art maneuver templates if you're in the top four the top eight will get acrylic force tokens and if you're in top four you'll get the template tray as well so um i'm not quite sure exactly who's going to get what from this article because it all gets a bit mixed up um and if you're top four you get a invite to worlds and if you win you get your accommodations covered 
according to the article. Previously, they've covered flights and accommodations, so we don't know if this is just a typo because it's full of them, so it could be, um, or if it's deliberate and they are paying for your hotel, but they are not paying for your flight. So I guess we'll find out the first time somebody wins one. So I think that's uh, I think that's probably... I think that's better from an AMG point of view because it's a lot easier to budget because yes. they can basically say, well, we, we know we're going to have 16 world's qualifiers or whatever that number may be. Therefore, yeah. hey, Mr. Hotel, can we do a group booking for this many rooms? Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter if it's you know the Chicago world's qualifier or if it's Timbuktu world's qualifier. You know, they, you know that AMG aren't having to budget for those kind of costs. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I... I've I've never been in the fortunate position of being able to claim uh, my flights, but uh, I think that's probably quite fair. Yeah, and um, well, uh, and you and you get a trophy dice, so there'll be a big chunky D8 thing with world champion written on the side. Oh, and that was Luminara's uh, lightsaber, ah, which, cool, which, cool. which obviously makes sense. So I, I quickly I quickly googled it. Um, but yeah, it makes makes sense because I think they just kind of like like the manoeuvre templates. They just kind of go up. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Right, so that's that, um, which is fairly exciting. Um, they look really nice, like really, really nice. They're really pretty. Um, lovely Jedi Force charges. Um, so, and it's brilliant. I think that they've cascaded the. Um, they've started to cascade the the prizes a little bit deeper into the tourney. Um, so at, at least top 32 is going to get some cool punch, which all comes on a single sheet. So who knows what that's going to sell for? Individual components will probably sell for, for a reasonable amount anyway. Well, I mean, um, so... There'll be a lot of them around. I, I was meaning to message Chris Allen to see if there's any news about our world's punches because um, obviously it wasn't delivered in time. So they were going to post it out. But I will say like the quality of the tokens that we got as world's uh, participation prizes were uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's some real good quality stuff, and the artwork looks absolutely, absolutely spot on from AMG. So um, I think this is probably going to be all their own work. Um, obviously, former staff may want to correct us on that, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think it is a good sign. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll get on to talk about the store championship kit, but I think this is a very good sign for perhaps the standard and the content for price support uh, going yeah. forwards. Okay, so I've I've read the text again while listening to you, of course. Um, <laughs> and so top 32 is getting the punch. Top 16 gets range rulers. Top, uh, sorry, and range rulers. So top 32 gets punch and range rulers. Top 16 gets templates. Top 8 and, and some acrylic force templates, uh, force tokens. Top eight then also gets force tokens again. So 16 to eight, just some more force tokens. Oh, no. Yeah. And then top four gets the tray, which means that top 16, from how I read this, are going to get the templates. If not, I'll try to put them in. Yeah, finally, now, yeah so finally the top four receive a template that neatly organized their maneuver templates and range yeah. orders. So. So, yeah, I think where it says advancing to the top four will earn a complete set of alt templates. I think that's a typo. That four, I think, should be a 16. But who knows? Um, we'll see. If it is top 16, that's really cool um, because we'll be able to get 
access to these really cool templates. Um, at least the, the straights will go straight into my, my, my tray if I win them to use them. <laughs> the banks and the and the curve and the hard turns will I'll be like that. Oh, they really make sense if you've got the tray, but they don't make sense if you don't. Uh, I don't know if I like them. Um, yeah, but, no, no, absolutely. I could, I could see that. Ian. And, you know, you could almost... Uh, take the range rulers and the straights out of that tray and just have the, you know, the Coruscant sort of banks and hard turns in the tray and have whatever mm. straights and range rulers you, you want. But Yeah, um, let, let's be honest, Tim, we're all in it for the range, uh, for the range rulers because they've got lightsabers on. That's yeah. what it's all about. But no, it's yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I'm I'm yeah, very happy with with the quality of that. And the only thing that makes me uh, uh, think about is uh, what other worlds qualifiers are there going to be, and where where in the world can we uh, potentially go and, and win yeah. these? So, I mean, the only other one in the UK last year was the LGT down in London, which didn't have a great turnout. But I suspect with a little bit more notice than they gave us last year, they might and and these prizes, they might get more of a turnout. Um. Because if you turned up and got, you know, top thirty-two participation, well, you're pretty, you 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 you're guaranteed to finish top sixty-four, aren't you? And and, yeah, well, and, prob and probably top thirty-two if as long as you don't have an absolute mare. Yeah, last last year, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Ho hopefully, I mean, we might not get another one. This might be it for the UK. It might be UK Games Expo or nothing. So um, we'll have to see. Um, have to see because you know they they might be realizing how much money they spent on flights and accommodation last year. They need to, real and they've they've spent that money on te uh, on tokens and punch this year. So let's see. Yeah, um, and and that and that actually might be a genuine thing. Is this might be the, you know, we we've had a sort of a, a great bit of feedback from worlds, and obviously, like you know, we're seeing uptake across the country in you know both stores and players wanting to get back and play and and join the you know join them uh, in, in in with events but that does have a bit of a lag so yeah. you know it might take amg you know a whole season before they can act on that kind of uptake so it may, it may take us a little bit to get back to you know so, some of the uh the sort of size of events or, or standard of price support like i know there has yeah. been a few comments about the, the dropping of flights but maybe you know we have a, we have a year or so of of some really well attended events and then amg have a bit more confidence to be able to offer out flights to those events because that's the other thing to think about is like you know do do those events actually pay for the flights so yeah. you know is a, a proportion of ticket sales meant to be going towards flights or something but yeah i suppose that that's the thing if you if you run something and say it's a world qualifier and then you know nine people and a dog turn up um and the winner gets a flight it doesn't really cover it where if you've run something like uk games expo with a hundred and something people at it then oh, i mean i don't know because the ticket price for the actual event is only 15 quid so if they sell 100 tickets that's 1500 that's not going to cover the cost of the template so i mean this is a marketing exercise right yeah, yeah. ultimately op is it's it's a loss leader for marketing to get us to all go and buy more copies of every ship they release mm -hmm. so um but yeah you would like to think that the events are actually covering the the costs and making the events cover the costs and saying right it's hotels only for now um because you know there used to be a market for a 500, 600 person event in the UK and for multiple system opens across the world, you know, and 
people were scrambling to have them in all sorts of places because they were really, really popular events. Um, and it would be great, you know, if those could come back again. But I mean, you, you and I are in kind of multiple groups with other UK TOs and judges and organizers and things like that. And you can feel like a vibrancy coming back into the community and people are realizing that it's starting to come back again mm-hmm. and that kind of the, the fallow period is over so yeah yeah and um, i think i think that's exactly it that when I, when I talk about the lag you know that is what we're seeing now which is unfortunately for the store championship kits that the um the expression of interest was sought say six months ago so yeah. that was you know way before worlds so obviously the uptake was probably quite poor at that point, whereas now post worlds a lot of hype. Um, I messaged a load of stores, you know, you know, within the north saying, "Hey, try and get a kit if you can." I think you know X Wing's picking up, and we'll we'll see what we can do to help like promote the event. Um, a couple of them got straight on it, managed to order kits, and then I think the third or fourth store were like, "Oh no, we've been told it's sold out." Yeah, so I think. There was something like I'm gonna just find the place where somebody told me this. Um, I heard 24, but I've seen another number bouncing around today, so I I don't really know. I, I think I think 24 sounds realistic. I think was it 60 was the other number. So that, um, that, that might have been from, like... from from a reasonable source. Um, a, a while back, they did the survey of for expression of interest. 35 stores got back to them, and off the back of that, they ordered 48 kits. Then when they announced the store kit, 60 stores applied. So there was a shortage because a bunch of people didn't say they were going to do it. They overordered anyway, and then even more people than they'd overordered. So basically 12 stores haven't got them. Um, it's irritating in the UK because there's a store in Florida, we mentioned it last week, that ordered five and put them on the shelf. Um, and people have bought them. And whether they're going to run events with them or not, we don't so know. But knowing a little about how distribution works within the, the industry i feel that they won't have bought that directly off asthma day so they've probably bought that so they're, they're, there's like middle distributors right um and so they, they would have probably bought it off them i can't remember if black diamond was one of them and there's a few right. others so, so some distributor has basically gone right we'll buy 20 of these so that we can ship them out to all of our stores and then mm-hmm. some stores just gone well we'll just have five of everything thanks so I, I obviously I, I can't say for certain because it's been a long time yeah. since I've obviously you know worked for in the industry. But, but from what my my impression will be is that there's was definitely some disconnect between the OP team and the sales team, either directly yeah. or indirectly, and so a product got sold that perhaps people didn't understand what it was because a store shouldn't have been able to get more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, you know, yeah, you know, this is it. Like that, that I mean, horse, the horse is bolted now, and it's is what yeah. it is. So while we're talking about store champ kits, we've we've seen them because people have obviously opened them now and had a look at them. So as well as a world's qualifier, there's a bunch of alt art cards. So newish pilots. I think we talked about these before, but they kind of look okay. So we've got uh, the winner gets Poe Dameron in a Millennium Falcon, which is a cool bit of art from one of the movies that was happened recently can't remember which one suppressive gunner which i think we joked about before outmaneuver which is useful uh triple zero uh crew and then well, we've got uh, a Fennec- 
So the interesting thing about triple zero, um, some of these are marked up. So there's a picture of the sheet and it will say like top 32, top 16, top eight, top four. I think triple zero is the judge card. Uh, so that might be okay. the TO's card that they can either keep or give out at their discretion. So oh, that, okay. that so that triple zero might be um, fairly um, hard to come by. Yeah. Or common as muck because... Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because here's the here's the cool bit about what they've done, and it is pretty cool. I'll just quickly run through what else we've got. We've got four ships at Gam: Lieutenant Gallic, Vanessa Doza, um, second sister in this interceptor, and Kilvenzi in the A-wing. Um, but what they've done is in the pack, there's four languages. I'm not sure what they are, other than English and I believe Polish, and then two of the three German, French, and Spanish. I think um, so. They've basically sent out four sets of cards with each of the store championship kits, um, which means that countries who haven't had the opportunity to uh, to buy a kit, and there are some, um, so we know people in Germany and France who are kind of saying we've, we've not even had an opportunity from Asmodee yet, yeah, like our distributors haven't told us these things are available. Um, what we're going to be trying to do um, as a community in the UK is to bundle up as many of the the alt language cards as we can and send them abroad to kind of game stores so that they can run events and albeit those events won't have um they won't have a world's qualifier invite attached to them but we will be able to at least give them you know the copies of the cards so that people can play for them or, or have access to the alt arts anyway so and then if they all get their packs with also four sets of language again they can send us back the english ones and we can then use them you know as prizing for other yeah. events as well I think, yeah, obviously, that, I think, yeah, it's so we're going to try and do this at UK Games Expo. So, me, Chris, and Louis are meeting up to basically consolidate a lot of the um, the world's prize support that we were given by MG. Um, mm-hmm. But we have spoken to a few of the sort of uh, TOs in the UK about gathering the, fo- the foreign language ones together. The problem is, English is the default language for like competitive play or premier, you know, level play. So, yeah. the English language cards are always going to be like viable for where, wherever you are in the world yeah. um but yeah i mean it'd be interesting to see what the other languages are i mean i imagine french and spanish just purely because i think they'll be spoken in more countries um yeah, make, makes sense but then makes yeah sense. obviously then any kits that go to germany or scandinavia you know they're probably going to want to keep the english language cards yeah. themselves so but anyway i mean like yeah i think i think the real thing there is that um I mean, I'm sure Louis will an- announce something once we know what we're doing. But um, for those TOs who've been contacting Louis for uh, community prize support, we will be trying to get some extra foreign language cards uh, that we don't need as such, and they may be available. And yeah, yeah, if anybody has English language ones they want to send or trade trade us, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Yeah. So just looking down this kind of list of stuff that's in the in the store kit anyway as well there's a bunch of um what look to be turn trackers um numbers one to twelve um there's a few counters there's some objective tokens that look like the escape shuttle from lando's millennium falcon a few little random tokens that i'm not quite sure what they're for um this punch is marked up with a little gavel and it's got a, a one and a half ruler on it so it's nice that they're sticking with the theme and they haven't realized we can just fold the mats in to find where the middle <laughs> is. Um, but, um, but again, I think this this kit is very much the lag in 
organized play with X-Wing. Yeah. So this kit was very much produced, I feel, from a, I suppose, doubt of how popular it might be or what the uptake might be or, you know. So one thing that has been pointed out is that there's no acrylic in this kit. Okay. And I think, um, obviously, cardstock, in, in in a way, is a lot cheaper to produce, certainly mass-produce. Okay. And this kit may also seem a bit unwieldy for us boring English-language, you know, TOs, uh, because we've suddenly got all these foreign-language cards that, you know, what do we need these for? But I think, obviously, um, AMG, we're just trying to make the best uh, and, and try and get a store champ kit out as quickly as possible. And yeah. um, as I say, I think, we, we, hopefully, we'll see perhaps the next kit We'll, we'll see a bit of an improvement and, um, you know, sort of perhaps I'll take some feedback on board and, and see where we go. But I think certainly to help us get uh, organised play and the organised play um, sort of track back on track, I guess, um, it's, it's good to see. Yeah, I mean, we know that these were cheaper. Um, kind of contacts in stores have kind of said, yeah, these are like quarter of the price of what the old store kits and hyperspace trials used to be and oh yeah yeah. like so i was at element uh running stuff and i i know what price you know the kits were like even like i think the game night kits were like 15 pounds and this was i think there's been quoted cheaper than like like a game night kit around that it's around that something like don't know exactly because of you know different pricing structures yeah yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's around about that but um, yeah but, but a, a store champ kit i think off the top of my head was like at least you know around about the 50 pound mark and then the regional kits were north of 100 yeah. um so like and they came yeah. piled with acrylics didn't they yeah so, yeah hope- yeah so 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 like from a value point of view it is absolutely priced at what you're getting so you're not being you're not being cheated out of you know content as well. I think what we the, just, the only people being cheated are the people in Florida who paid thirty five dollars for one of these off the shelf. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, other than the fact that they've now got a world's invite for thirty five dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that's the other way to look at it as well. Yeah, I mean, there is a reserved seat at Worlds, which um, um, you know, certainly for for you and me who've just bought our tickets and accommodation today for Worlds. <gasps> Oh, spoiler! That was going to be saved for the for after <laughs> the boring old content. We're going to be like, oh, and boom, let's but, go. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think that's that's that is quite a valuable bit of prize support yeah. as well. I mean, because having spoken to Liam, it's like, yeah, get Dodds the last chance qualifier if you if you at all can. <laughs> don't want to don't want to travel all the way to Schaumburg, Illinois, and um, play round you know five rounds of x-wing and then watch me mates for the rest of the event um so He's, he says that but i think he he did enjoy himself once he'd got over the disappointment of not making yeah. the main yeah. event and i think that is the big thing to to remember is that it is a there's a whole convention and there's, there's events going on stuff like that but i mean absolutely i i i will be going no matter what so if i have to play last chance qualify then so be it um, however, I will be a lot happier if I can um, get myself an invite. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I think. I think I'm going to have one, two chances to get an invite. One is going to be UK Games Expo, trying to get top four, and one is going to be Astor Championship, whichever one I can get to. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. Um, basically that I either go to one really late on that's got 16 people at it and 15 people have already got world's invite so it gets <laughs> passed down 
<laughs> so that's yeah. it. I I need you. I need to do you a favor then. So I need to go to a store champs early, win win one, get my invite, and then just keep going. And, and <laughs> yeah, I'll let I'll let you know which ones I go to and and who else is going. That's maybe one invites. Go to, go up to Dyson Dingleberries in but end of nowhere <laughs> somewhere in Lancaster or something and. <laughs> be like, hello, lads. <laughs> Let me just crush you with triple skurgs and dry renthal. Let's go. That's Have it. Some. Yeah. Do a Bob do um, his... <laughs> Poor Bob. Um, he's never going to let it down. Barrow and Furnace or somewhere it was. They didn't know what hit them. <laughs> um, so, um, so cool. We've done uh, kind of the prize kits and whatnot. So um, the next thing kind of to, to talk about before we have a, a brief frothy moment um, about march 2024 is um the french x-wing community have um received and opened and unboxed and spoiled the contents of the new galactic empire starter box so um we talked about it briefly before we had a lot of "Mm, i'm not sure i don't know what's going to be in it well we know what's in it now because um some french people um have gone we laugh at your authority, we'll do what we want. And they've told us what's in it. So you're going to get, start off with four of each type of dice, which is good, better than the old version, where you only got three. So now you don't need to borrow a dice to do a range one shot. It's all good. Um, you get your ships that we talked about as well. So you get your two TIE fighters, TIE bomber and uh, Vader's TIE advanced. Um, there's a bunch of... Um, now you have to bear in mind that these are in French, so you have to bear with me. But it looks like plasma oh, torpedoes, okay. pro- like a whole bunch of upgrades, standard loadout cards. Um, I, I just say that some some of the French upgrades have just got fantastic descriptions. Um, like afterburners is post combustion, <laughs> and then uh, outmaneuver, maneuver impossible is maneuver impossible. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, just looking at them, you know, we've got. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what they are, but there's a whole bunch of, you know, they've got Captain Jonas, you've got Tomax Bren, you've got Dark Vador, um, Black Leader. So it looks like we have also got some uh, normal cards with upgrades as well as the standard loadout cards as well, which is nice. Full so, set of maneuver templates, range rulers. Um, uh, say, yeah, so you've on. got um, Iden's got Elusive and Discipline. Uh, yeah. Night Beast's Discipline Predator. Uh, I think Vader. Vader's fairly stunning. He's got missiles, hasn't he? Yeah, they've got all sorts. Ion missiles. I was looking at the. I was looking at the box contents. Um. So, Tomax Baron, after you perform a reload action, uh, you can recover a charge um, on one of the cards with your uh, also with a um, a talent equipped. So, basically, if you've got a crack shot, you can reload your crack shot with a reload action, which is nice. Um, so that's Tomax Bren. That's Better than his old ability, which was a bit tough. Cap- Captain Jonas, I think, is probably the same as his current one, which is um, when a friendly ship at naught to one makes a missile or torpedo attack, uh, you can reroll two dice. Yep. Renal say probably means reroll. Um, Valen Rudor, same ability. 
Aiden, same ability. Night Beast, same ability. Uh, Marek, same ability. And then, yeah, the standard loadouts. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, Tomax Bren, same ability we've talked about. Um, Agile Bomber, which is the one where you can drop things out your butt with um, one ben, bank. Yeah, Bendy's. Um, Insasiable. When you defend, you can spend a charge to reroll the defense dice. Okay. Um, fine. Oh, yeah, so that's elus- elusive. Yeah. No, it's the other one. It's the um, it's when something happens. Uh, oh no, it is elusive. No, it's elusive because because yeah. there's, there's a second part which talks about recharging. So that'll yeah. be obviously when you do your red maneuver. Sorry, uh, Fred, I, I guess Tim and I are both working through GCSE French here for anybody <laughs> who's listening. So, um, it, it's also got barrage rockets and prox mines, as Tomax Bren. So, um, it's a bit weird because he can't recharge. Uh, yeah, he can reload his elusive with an action, with a reload action, yeah. rather than K-turning. Um, thought that they'd given him something a bit more punchy so, for that. Yeah, I think Vader's very similar to Battle of Yavin. So you've got Hate and you've got Afterburners, but you've got the uh, Ion Missiles by Lux Things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he has... Missile Ionique. Yeah, but he has got the third shield... The extra shields, uh, and he's got his old ability, so it looks like it's spend a force to do an extra action. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what points he comes in at. Oh yeah, he's got he's got he's got old old Vader pilot ability, but with hate and afterburners. Okay. And and, yeah. and a shield upgrade. Yeah, and so he's like a mixture. Interesting. Mm. It's actually interesting because it's that's the you might have to buy that. Because the shield upgrade will always be eight points, mm-hmm. um, and will, and, uh, and afterburners, yeah, ten or twelve, yeah. Um, Iden Verso has elusive and disciplined, whatever. I mean, the t- the Tie Fighters. So stats wise, none of the other ships look different. So they've all got, yeah. uh, you know, the 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 standard hull, standard shield, or just standard hull, really. <laughs> they've all got elusive, or <laughs> nearly all got elusive. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think, um, so I'm not too sure, Captain Jonas has a Retour de Ping and I couldn't quite work out what that was. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's a... You, uh, let me let me squint. Après qu'un vassal enemy uh, execute. So after an enemy ship executes a manoeuvre, uh, something uh about being naught to one isn't it this is quality something. podcast content this yeah, is. It is the 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 muttering in in Franglais. um <laughs> see i did italian at school so i haven't got any idea so yeah i think it's a lock yeah i mean uh, so i did um, wonder so it it feels like it could be a bit like feedback ping but, possibly yeah but yeah i wasn't too sure so um yeah no, I, th- I, th- well, I think what's really cool though is it's it's cool to see the uh the tie bombers and um it's uh the new paint jobs look good as well yeah porte is range they do actually yeah they look really nice so anyway we're going to stop mumbling through um <laughs> these things are available uh for you to look at um on the internet if you our, want to our, our uh, french friends like Corentin will be just spinning around like listening to <laughs> us like butcher his language 
it's all right. He doesn't mind. It's not like he's a Krav Maga expert who could break me with one little finger, is it? Oh, wait. <laughs> this is it. We'll, we'll end up, like, we'll turn up to Games Expert. And he'll be like, girl, that translation you made. <laughs> I was like, oops. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of cool ships. There's a whole bunch of stuff. There's a whole bunch of um, obstacles that have come out. So it's the old gas clouds, a bunch of the old uh, asteroids and debris clouds. They haven't put out the new ones, so you can still get those from Fully Loaded or, or whatever it is. Um, there's uh, objective markers there's bombs there's a turn counter which looks like the um the, the which is pretty cool actually i will admit it looks like the um the death star countdown for um so you know yeah, what that that is that is from the star wars lcg game is it uh, yeah so because because i um star wars lcg was fantastic really enjoyed that game um mm. very very small crowd that used to play it um, but that was, um, you basically had that tracker and the Imperials uh, won the game when it got to a certain level. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, right. um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's cool. Like um, I have, I have had that as a, as a turn tracker um, and I think someone made the comment because I think the, the price was quoted about 85 pounds. And someone said, oh, £85 for all this. But literally what you've just listed off, i that's what I've replied back going, for a new player, that is fantastic value. Four ships yeah. with all those pilot cards, with all those components, and that's including damage deck, dice, range rulers, maneuver templates, all this sort of stuff. Um, you know, that is better, I would say, for, for a new player than buying the core box set. I hundred percent agree. Like the core set is crap now, right? Because you buy one or two ships that you don't want because you're going to collect the other faction, or you buy it because you have to because it's got rules that are no longer relevant and some other stuff. You know, well, like you, well, even if the rules were relevant, the ships aren't really. Yeah, and, and no, like I mean, you say, yeah, if 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 you are a I don't know, a Jedi fan, you're gonna you're gonna fly Galactic Republic if you're you know um you know more the new films and it's all resistance, you want the resistance. So you want that box set that gives you four ships for your faction and you know they're four competitive ships as well, like certainly yeah. from what we've seen. Um and and I think um for, for, from a new player point of view it's it's fantastic value and, and that's what we what we need as a community. We need stuff for new players to to bring in the new blood as such to to you know join us old cronies who've you know got everything like we, we let's not lie we are still going to buy this because there'll be a few cards in there that we're like oh that might be competitive so i'll probably buy that uh we're not we're yeah, not buying I mean, it for the ships and the damage deck yeah they, they have said you don't need you won't need to um and that everything that's in it you'll be able to build or, or use the card so you will be able to say, I'm going to use the standard loadout Vader, whatever this one ends up being called, and then just sling the individual upgrade cards down on the table um, okay. alongside your other Vader. And and that makes sense. Like from a judge perspective, that makes sense, you know, because they're not putting on upgrades like the Battle of Yavin Vader upgrades that don't exist or, or not Vader because all of his do exist as a bad example. But like, all of the Republic arcs with their own special magical abilities that don't exist um, in any other card, like the the wolf packs, not wolf pack, wolf pack, uh, that wolf has got, and you know all the the different astromechs and stuff that don't really exist normally, like Obi Wan Kenobi's Siege of Coruscant, one that basically just says nope to a bomb once. Yeah. Um. You know that that kind of thing. Um. 
isn't in this pack. It's just here's Vader, but he's got ion missiles, afterburners, and hate or whatever. Um, so you can sling them down. Oh, he's got an extra shield, right? Throw a shield upgrade on there as well, right? It's the same build. Um, and you've got all the legal cards for it. So, um, yeah, anyway, it's um, it looks good. Um, I, I will not lie. Um, I'm tempted by it because I, having never really flown Empire, have recently been flying it and have enjoyed using it um, and just buying. I don't think I need two more TIE fighters, but I don't own a TIE bomber and another um, TIE advanced would always go down nicely. So um, a few upgrades as well. Might need to buy a new folder. That's that's going to be the problem. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, I think um, like I mean, I haven't actually got any grey tie fighters at the moment because mine are still Inferno Squadron in in yeah. horrible, horribly garish colours. So I mean, I may end up picking this up, even though I've already got five Imperial bombers. But you've got two really, really nice Tim King tie fighters, though. Oh, I have, I have. But um, yeah. no, I think I think it is really good to see, and um, again, it's it's taken a little bit of time, but it's it's showing the the game and the hobby moving in the right direction, uh, which is we yeah. want to see. You know, we're seeing like developed organized play. We're now seeing developed new player starter sets. Um, so yeah, it's you know really exciting to see. Yeah, I mean, as long as these come out in a timely fashion for all of the factions. And a store can sit with two of these on the shelf per faction and just be like, somebody goes, I want to get into X-Wing. You say, the first thing you need is that box. And then if you're going to fly Republic, this box. And if you're going to fly something else, oh, and come in on a Tuesday and there's people here that will talk you through with the, probably the next best thing to buy and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really positive move for the community. So, yeah, I mean, um, and, and that's it. Like, you know, I mean, I remember buying into this into this game and, and I actually shared my post up in the uh, the UK and Ireland group. Um, I posted up like eight years ago and mm-hmm. I did exactly that. I bought the core box set once I'd had a demo, but then I went and bought myself a tournament legal list off the shelf. Yeah. And initially that was four Phantoms, but then I um, bought uh, two Decimators. Because I wanted a, 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 I wanted a tournament legal list that I. You've could... never changed, have you, Tim? Well, what's no. the most oppressive, misery-inducing thing that I can put on the table? Yeah, to but... make all of my opponents just cry real blood and tears. But this was two decimators before two decimators was a thing. Um, you know, back 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 in the good old days of one point um... When it was wholesome, yeah. Like I, I ran four phantoms back then and, and didn't think much of them. Um, but that was that was back in one as well. So that was um, old cloak rules as well, where you decloaked at the start of your activation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was uh, really crazy, uh, crazy days. But but I wanted a tournament list, you know, to play with. Um, and back then it was like. Uh, what was it? The two Bs, three Zs. I think was the, the sort of the the world's list at the time, which uh, a few people had taken. So I played Marcus Pitt in the final, and that's what he was running. Um, so like, you know, that's yeah, say hundred pounds to buy that that list. You know, five ships. So I think being able to buy a tournament legal list off the shelf with everything you you need to play the game um, is yeah is a really good move. Yeah, I mean, it's looking at that, I don't think... I mean, you probably will be able to put a 20-point list together out of Vader, a bomber, and two ties, but it's not going to be optimal. But, you know, one other blister pack of one other ship 
or one of the box sets that's got two or three ships in it and basically you're fine um yeah. i mean it's it's not you know. it's yeah it's not that far off being being an optimal list really is it but i mean that uh, it, yeah i mean like you you could you could make yourself the most optimal tournament list in a box and then six months later we get new points and that suddenly becomes <laughs> you know an illegal list maybe because the points yeah. don't work or something like that so <laughs> I th- I th- these four ships together they're 21 points yeah. whatever i do yeah, yeah so i think it's a it's a really good starting point um yeah. for, for someone to start their faction collection i mean like what if vader's six the bomber's four that lives up to 10. The ties is probably, you know, six to eight points worth of ties or possibly four points worth of ties. So, yeah, you've got somewhere between six and, well, kind of two and six points to fill in, depending yeah. on yeah, how so expensive you, you go with so, it. Yeah, yeah, so, you, it does so, work. Yeah. so you, you may need another, another, uh, another ship to make that legal. But, you know, I mean, it's a lot better than just getting two tie fires. And also, guess what? If you're a new player and you go into a club and you say, I just need to borrow a TIE fighter, so I've got a tournament legal list, people will be falling over themselves to throw one of the 87,000 TIE <laughs> fighters that they have at you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you need a dial with it? Do you need some cardboard? I've got some old darts you can have. Look at this one. I've had since version one. It's still legal. Um, and so on. Right. Um, so that's that. Um, just on, we've been talking a lot about tournaments and about events, about store champs and stuff like that. At the minute, there is a kind of a flurry of store champ dates being announced, and organisers and game stores are desperately trying not to trip over themselves to to try and make sure that people can attend as many as possible. One eight six dot org is the UK X Wing tournament tracker. I think technically it's international, but most of the stuff that's on there is UK-based. Yeah. Um, you can have a look at it and see if you're going to, you know, if you've got a free weekend or whatever, if there's going to be an X-Wing event on that weekend. Um, if you're a TO or if you're aware of a TO or if you're close to the organizer of events at your local store, um, it's worth pointing them at it to make sure that they can look and see when what events are happening when so that they don't clash with things. Like, we've already had a... Um, an overlap but then people realize that you know kind of one was on the south coast and one was up in nottingham so it's not really an overlap because very few people there's not much of an overlap in, in communities between those two stores but you know this is like back to the old days of us just play harlequins and iq all kind of being like right when are you running yours <laughs> let's let's not overlap well, well this um, is it uh, yeah i think um yeah it's absolutely fine when when an event is two to three hours apart but um when it's an hour or two apart let's try and avoid clashes because um yeah this is it like the community is getting back up and running so let's try and maximize you know attendance at these events and yeah you know is i think it's going to be a very exciting few months uh you know both with the store championships and yeah obviously uk games expo it's gonna be a few months of fomo for me that's for sure but um because I'm, I'm back into the position I was in pre-COVID, where it's like, oh yeah, all these tournaments are happy. I'm so happening. I'm so happy, and I can't go to any of them because I have two children that I actually do enjoy spending time with. But it's, no, um, uh, yeah, and it, and if I hated them. It would be easier, but I don't. <laughs> so. No, but that is absolutely absolutely the thing, isn't it? You have to decide, uh, and that's where we need the store owners to hopefully avoid clashes. Because then that helps those that have very limited free time, or you know they they have to make you know those actual 
real decisions on their free time gives them the best chance of it, of of attending an event. Exactly, yeah. It would suck if I had like two free weekends and there was no events happening, but there was another weekend when I was busy when there were three events all happening within driving distance of my house. Um so cool. Um so Tim kind of spoiled it a bit earlier, but this morning, and this is a recording on Monday, um this morning um flights opened for um March for the back end of March next year. Um, Tim and I had a, br- a brief exchange of messages on 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 Messenger, and I, I kind of said, "What flights did you book last year?" And he was like, "These ones." And I was like, "I was looking at this time out," and he was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." And I was like, "Yeah, so I don't... are you, you going to book it?" Yeah, I'm going to book it. Let's book it. <laughs> yeah, so, so weirdly, like the Monday, which is, so I've always flown out on the Monday, um, so that I have you know an extra day to like doss around, but actually thinking about it because it's Chicago again, I don't feel I need to see as much. And I I now have a better idea of like, you know, the, you know, the better restaurants, stuff like that. Um, but weirdly the Monday was 200 pounds more. So yeah. So like it, we paid 660 for our return flight and yeah, so it would have been like 860 for flying out on the Monday. So the choices were to fly out on the Sunday or fly out on the Tuesday. And I think it's pretty much a no-brainer that actually we fly out on the Tuesday because we don't need to fly out a day early and we'd have to pay an extra night in a hotel. Um, And then, so I would normally get the early morning flight and get there at three o'clock in the afternoon. But again, we don't need to get there that early. And that meant we had to get to Manchester Airport for like 5 a.m. And you were like, well, you were thinking about getting the 12 o'clock flight. So I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." It's 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 right there. <laughs> well, this is it. I mean, I'm I'm close enough to the airport. I can get a taxi from my my, my, my from my flat. So um, yeah, I I can get a train at, at a normal time. Like I can get up and get to the train station for like nine o'clock and get a train and be there for being at the station for uh, at the airport for like ten. Um, whereas if I was having to be there for an eight o'clock flight, I'd be like, oh. This will be my third time going to America and I know now that it takes a day or so to sort of for me to sort of change my body clock and because we land on the Tuesday and Wednesday all we're going to do is go and register at the event in the evening actually that gives me the time to sort of acclimatize if i need to play in the the lcq on the on the thursday well there's no there's no event on the wednesday right no no that's what i mean so yeah so the only thing you can do on the wednesday and we now know from this year don't rush down for like 7 p.m or whenever it opens well we'll we'll make a leisurely stroll into the hall about half eight um because then the queues will have died down um but yeah, it's uh, yeah, all, all we're going to do on the Wednesday is go and register. Uh, we might take Liam to go and see the Bean again in Chicago. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I last went to Chicago when I was 12. So I'd quite like to just go into Chicago and go, oh, look, Sears Tower. Was well, that you know, like yeah, prohibition years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I went... Um, it was we went on a um, a summer holiday family so my parents are both teachers we went on a f- um, family summer holiday where we flew into toronto and then mum and dad well dad's cousin lived in toronto and he had some people that he'd known kind of from he was in his 20s that lived in minnesota 
and basically we got in a we spent a couple of days in toronto and then we drove for a week across the top of the great lakes and down to minnesota and then we spent a week in Minnesota and then spent a week driving along the bottom of the Great Lakes, past Chicago and back up to Toronto the other way. Um, so basically, we spent four weeks in America and Canada just driving um, and stopping at interesting looking things. And one of the things was, um, was yeah, we spent you know a couple of days in Chicago and looked at the Windy City and it was, you know, I, I have memory of it, of it being a cool and interesting place to be. Um, was kind of somebody who was, I think, I was eleven or twelve or something like that. So, yeah, I'd I'd love to go back um, and have a bit of a look around. I'm I'm aware that Schaumburg isn't in Chicago; it's kind of in the Chicago metropolitan area, but it's not in Chicago itself. But yeah, like being able to go and spend kind of a day dotting about, mooching about, looking at things, you know, doing stuff. Um, I'm well up for that. And then if I'm in the last chance qualifier, it also gives me a day to have a couple of practice games. Um, you know, to shake some cobwebs out and then hopefully remember that first thing in the morning, you've got to get up in time to get into the hall to play at least 45 minutes worth of just moving chips around to wake your brain up uh, <laughs> before starting round one. So, yeah, I'm super stoked. I'm, I'm really hyped. Um, Mrs. Polly actually sat on the bed next to me and her main thing was, have you gone through Top Cash back before we booked it so that we would get our 1% back on the cost of the flights? into a top cashback account so um yeah she was basically in it for the value so yeah and i've got a bag and i'm gonna buy a big package and come home with a big pile of stuff from a yeah. well and that's the conversation we've been having with a few of the people on the tonton server um people are asking me like you know do you need a whole bag and i said well it all comes down to what you want to buy for your adepticon ticket because I I went for the premium uh, gamer ticket, which got me, I would say, enough value that paid for my Adepticon ticket, plus probably a little bit more, in swag that you just got given. Yeah. Um, whereas the VIP, which is an extra $50 on top or whatever it was, I mean, the they, they got like a full copy of Kill Team, they got the the scum villainy starter for legion and all sorts so it's like well i've actually booked a whole bag and i might not share it this year and go for that stupidly big bundle yeah um, i think i'm going to because it sounds like it's just either birthday presents and christmas presents for mates or you know price support or even just refund stuff like to go you know i can i can pay off a bit of my credit card and all those IHOP breakfasts that Undata is going to have because pancakes are from the gods. Um, and even um, then, like yeah. even if because it, it, it's limited, even if you don't end up getting one, you know, I think having the whole bag is useful because I think one comment you made to me was you didn't want to live out of a rucksack for the week, and I think that is absolutely you know spot on as well. It's just, well, I'm going to have a, a different outfit for every round of the of the tournament, <laughs> you see. So I'll be I'll be dashing off to my quick change area to put on a, a your, different Star Wars related T-shirt. Your, your Princess Amidala sort of costume changes. Yeah, yeah I'll be doing that. But, um, <laughs> it's yeah. it's ge gen genuinely tempting to to you know like just constantly be wearing different Star Wars T-shirts for the entire weekend because you know I do have a wardrobe full of them. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. So definitely you and me, definitely Matt Flockhart, um, recent addition to the Sith Takers from the uh, kind of the Midlands area. So he's joined us as well, um, and he's all booked up. Um, so 
of the of the Smith takers. So far, there's three of us. I know that Ben and Liam are thinking about coming. There's a couple of other of the guys are thinking about coming as well, um, and are currently humming and hang about it. So Sean wants really wants to go to Adepticon once, and his brother is a big 40k geek. So he's like, oh, I could double up with X-wing because he doesn't want to have to hoof all of his 40k stuff all the way across. So. He's like, oh, I could go and play X-Wing, but otherwise just do Adepticon with my brother. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that's one thing I, I regretted this year was I spent too much time in the X-Wing hall um, yeah. in a nice way because, obviously, I, I, you know, I did fairly well. Um, but I, I think I would have liked to have gone to have seen more of the, you know, what was going on because, obviously, uh, we've talked about it before. I, I've got, like, a big history with 40K and stuff and... You know, yeah. I've been watching some of the Warhammer Fest has been on this weekend, so I've been watching some of the Warhammer live uh, live stream for that. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, there's no danger of me getting back into the game because I'm well out of it. But um, yeah, it's um, I, I do like to see the models and, and you know, obviously see people that I know who who still play the game. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is that you know we, we will see people over there from uh, from the UK who go for Legion, who go for um, yeah. You know other other events as well, like this year, a whole bunch of the guys from kind of Harlequins, um, so it's like Simon Full of Love and I know Justin Reed. Well, and, yeah, Jeff you know, Jeff Horrett, of, um, yeah. who I've known Jeff for an awful long time, and and mainly from uh, Warhammer, um, like Square Base Warhammer and Blood Bowl and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's it nice to see him over there, and we actually, um, yeah, we, we were on the same flight on the way back. Um, so yeah, you know, it is nice to meet up with different people that you know maybe you've met over the years, or you know perhaps to play different games. But all, we're all going to Chicago for the same reason. Um, yeah, to so, play yeah. games and have fun, and that's that's the most important thing, to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm must admit that I am under absolutely no illusions that day. You know, if they run the same format, day two is my target. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'll be really happy however I finish, you know, but I have no illusions that I would end up in top eight if they did a top eight cut again. Like that's... I, I would just like to win some afternoon games this time. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a sports psychologist on you. Uh, it's fine. Game four each day, which is my, my, my bad game. And then I was just, yeah, not in the mood game five, but... No, I mean, like, the the entire experience, and it was just an, an absolute no-brainer for me for, like, rebooking, um, yeah. you know, and I I have the the added luxury in a way of being, uh, I wouldn't say young, free, and single, because I probably don't uh, qualify as young anymore, but youngish, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't have um, little people that rely on me for, you know, yeah. sustenance and all that sort of stuff, yeah. so. I mean, I, I, I'll... I'll... I mean, we're, we're going to wrap up the show now because I think we're just going to otherwise froth about how cool it's going to be in a year and we need to sustain this for another <laughs> uh, 10 months. Um, but um, I'm going to shout out my wife and my mum and my dad who have agreed to come over for that time period to support my wife with looking after the kids while I'm basically off gallivanting by myself um, and to Mrs Polly for not just putting her foot down and saying you're not spending that amount of money travelling without us as a family. So... Um, I'm under no illusions. This is going to be a once and done event for me. So, um, I, so I need to remind you when we're out. Yeah, when we're out sightseeing, I need to remind you to buy some presents for home. Then you don't, because I am a functional adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll remember these things. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I should be okay. I don't need I don't need coaching through how to get an ETSA or how to pass an immigration check. Um, I'm okay. Um, oh, blimey, yeah. Just <laughs> as long as long as we're not you know chatting about have you booked in the night before the flight, that'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, no, I've um, I'll be I'll be checking in as soon as possible. I'm currently choosing whether to fly British or fly Irish. Um, so I'll probably fly Irish because we've not used that passport yet. So we'll just see how it goes. But um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I get to check in in Ireland anyway. They'll treat me like a local. I say they'll not. They'll treat me like another one of these British people who's got an Irish passport because of Brexit. But mm. um, yeah, but so yeah. yeah, like you say, we've we've now got you know what is it? Ten months? Nine months? Ish. Yeah, yeah this is it. So um, and, and it's going to fly by because we've got store champs, world's qualifiers. I mean, hopefully we'll start here about some of the other European. World's qualifiers. I've heard rumours about one in France in November, uh, yeah. but obviously, you know, we, we we need these details. Um, I was um, uh, briefly messaged um, Daniel, uh, who's been streaming some. What is it called? Oh, Jedi Survivor, the new the new game. Oh um, yeah, the three on six. Yeah, so he okay. he yeah he was frothing about obviously the the uh, the world's qualifier kits. So mm. it'd be really cool if there's one in Germany because I'd love to go back there again. There has to be one in Germany. There has to be one in Germany, France. There has to be one in Spain. You imagine Scand- Scandinavia as well. Scandinavia. You would think Poland. Germany have previously had a couple. Oh, hang on. You got uh, Nicholas is obviously Scandinavian, so there has to be one one over there for the world champion. Well, yeah, I know, but he doesn't need a ticket now, does he? He, 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 well, he, he doesn't need a ticket, but you'd like to think that they'd probably uh, recognise, uh, <laughs> you know, that the... the, the, the uh, they need a world uh, qualifier, but um, yeah. yeah, this is it. Like um, uh, we've we've um, from the sort of TO chats and stuff. I know there's some feedback that will be going to AMG and stuff, and it's always been the same about getting that notice out as soon as possible and early about these events because people want to travel to play X-wing, but yeah. if you tell us like a month or two before the event, it just makes it so much harder. Yeah, like a month before for a local store kit is fine. A month before for, you know, we're going to run this big tournament down in London and it's on the same weekend as the London Marathon is less fine. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that kind of, yeah, ho- hopefully lessons have been learned there. But, you know, they didn't announce the UK Games Expo until pretty late in the day. Um, a bit bit more noticed than previous, but still a pretty late thing. Um, so hopefully they start to move it. I mean, well, I, I know from conversations I've been having kind of in the background with people that AMG have changed their structure for organized play um, and that the people that were working on it at AMG have moved to Asmodee but are still working on it and things are kind of formalizing and becoming more structured. So to, to bounce into my professional brain for a bit, they've had a target operator model designed and they're now moving pieces into the into place to actually deliver it. Um, I'm really hoping that that bears fruit and mm. that we start to see a much more structured and organized approach to this stuff. Because really, when, when you talk to anybody about, you know, what what's the problem that AMG have got, and it's nothing to do with the game anymore, um, because most of the people who have a problem with the game have, have gone away. Um, what it is now is their communication is, you know, somebody answered a question in chat on a paint stream for Legion or, you know, 
we find something out because somebody said something to somebody at some event and now it's kind of cascading through the community. So just a, a structured and formalized comms plan, basically. Um, and I think we'd all be we'd all be happy. But I mean, from from the front to the back of this podcast, it's it's been entirely positive. Everything that we've been talking about is great positive steps that AMG have taken to improve the game, to improve the engagement with the community, to improve what they're delivering and how they're delivering it. So, you know, we can just hope that we continue on this track because I'm, I'm in a really positive place and hopefully we'll get new points soon and then all of the, the channels will fire back up as people go mad with all the list building craziness and power that happens when you get the Wild West. And here's the here's the dream scenario is that they drop points and like, Wednesday night before the UK Games Expo, while I'm on holiday <laughs> with the family, and I've got, and I'm, I'm going to arrive back home at like 6 p.m. on Friday, and have from 6 p.m. on Friday to build a list, <laughs> pack but, it, who, and then get who, in a car the next morning and drive down to Birmingham. <laughs> I say, who, who are you kidding? You'll, you'll be list building on Launch Bay next, like whilst you're on holiday, and you'll be messaging us going, "Can I borrow X, Y, and Z, or something like that." I won't need to borrow anything, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but unless, you know, I decide that I'm going full Imperial for whatever reason. But, um, yeah. No, say, uh, yeah, f- fingers crossed, we, we should be looking at points this week because I think that would also make sense because you, 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 want, you want the same points being used for the entire, like, organised play, like the store championship season and stuff like that. So um, yeah. I think our first store champs, we're looking at the 14th of May. At, in Pontefract at Olympus War Games, so um, yeah, it'd be good to have the new points ready for them. I mean, in fairness, that was an event that they were going to run, and then they just happened to have a store kit turn up in. <laughs> but yeah, but the, but then you know they they always said that we were going to get the store champs in yeah. this window. Now don't be wrong, we have had organised play kits delayed before, so there's always a risk that would it will it will won't it be as will it be a. The store champs, or will it? Will we have the uh, the organised play kit in or not? Um, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah. I think um, we're going to start seeing them sort of happen in May, and then June's looking very busy for events. I think. Um, I mean, the, I think that's the advice that we've given a couple of store owners is essentially don't run an event in June um, because it's it's fully booked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Yeah, J- June's busy. July's busy. August, there's no point running them because everybody's on holiday and all the kids are off. Then you're into September. Yeah, it's um, it's, a, it's getting busy already, but this is great, you know. Um, and I, I kind of made a, a joke to somebody somewhere that, um, they, this is, you know, depending on scheduling, the Sith Taker Open might become the, what did I call it? The last, I can't remember. It was dead funny. Last chance uh, alone. Or oh, the the last gasp chance to dodge the last chance qualifier qualifier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it it might be a month before the event, but let's be honest, you're already planning on going. So here's a chance to win a seat, so you don't have to go in the LCQ. And every, anybody that beats you has probably already got a, got a seat. So just finish well, and you might get it. You never know. So it'll be fun. 132 person store championship. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. All right. Have you any other shout-outs, mate? Um, I did think of a couple then, but then, um, well, I'll, I'll give Sanctuary Gaming Centre a, a, a shout-out because um, they uh, moved their store champs for my birthday to a date that I can actually attend. So, 
Um, yeah, that's appreciated. Um, I mean, there was also another X-Wing event going on, which I suggested might be a, a worse clash for them than my birthday. But Yeah. I mean, yeah, Sanctuary's great to see them starting to spin back up again. It's awesome. Um, yeah, like it is frustrating to see. Like, you know, I won't name names, but we've been chatting to a few people and, like, a few people are saying, like, you know, their local scene's just not firing up. And it is tough to say, well, this is what you need to do to get your local scene going. I mean, I think we've been quite lucky that a few of us have just sort of stuck at it. And then yeah. we've just obviously picked up a few new players. And, like, I think you and Ben have been going pretty regularly. And, you know, we're up to, you know, a, a dozen attending, you know, on, on club nights. But if, yeah, you've, I mean, if you've not got those regular players, then it, it is tough to get those those nights going. It It is great. Like, pe- people say, say to us often you know how how did you restart x-wing and i've said the first couple of weeks back me and ben went and played each other twice and then dave started coming lever and then dave sutcliffe started coming because it wasn't restarting at all at fanboy so he started coming and he lives close enough to me that transport wasn't an issue for him then you started coming back regularly as well and then suddenly we were up to five and then some of the other older players started pitching back in every so often. And then Rob started coming. And then we started getting the new players started to be, you know, people would come down and be like, oh, what are those six guys at the back playing? And then the store moved us to the front of the shop rather than the back couple of rows where we would naturally kind of go up to the back of the shop. They've put us to the front of the shop. And now when people come in, we get loads of people walking past and watching us playing X-Wing. Then a couple of lads bought a job lot and there's now four of them coming down playing out of that job lot. So there's like a couple of brothers, a couple of friends, you know. Yeah, it basically we we've got we're very fortunate because um we've got a very supportive store and we've got a very supportive community, but we've also got a lot of people in and around the gaming centre who used to play X Wing. And and when people come in and go, That looks fun, they go, It is Tuesday nights. You know, go and talk to the lads. Hopefully, we'll be able to start playing games on other nights as well. Because we've—I know—we've got some locals who just can't make it on a Tuesday, mm. and they really want to come and play X-wing, but they just can't come on a Tuesday because of family reasons. So they're like, "Going, is there any chance people could come on a Thursday?" And like, "Oh, I don't know. Somebody else might. I can't." But you know, it's just one of those things. Just trying to build it up again. But yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, more power to to Sanctuary for you know, kind of saying, let's get it going. And hopefully some other stores can get it picking up as well. Um, I genuinely think that a lot of people used to play X-Wing for the OP and for the community of going to tournaments and going to events. And I think a lot of people who dropped out because of COVID and online play and it all just kind of winding down might actually start picking up the ships again. Um, yeah. Might get some energy from it. And hopefully that's the case. And hopefully we'll continue to grow and build. So cool. Um, I'm going to do a Liam and shout out Borden Brum. Um <laughs> Because otherwise we will not get our kickbacks of, you know, I don't, I don't, we don't get kickbacks, but, you know, it <laughs> feels like we should at this point. Um, yeah, it's going to shout out Board and Brum and uh, Element Games because there are the two kind of stores that um, the Sith Takers run events at regularly. Um, and we will continue to run events at them regularly. Um, and also, again, just shout out Ollie Pocknell for his continued work on the, the tournament tracker because it makes life a lot easier for us. And to my future snuggle buddy, Mr. Tim King. Yay! Give you a shout out because you know us saying that we've done it. Oh, it's awesome! I've had so many people contacting me, going, "What? What did you book? How much did it cost?" I'm, I'm seeking permission. Let's go. <laughs> so, 
I genuinely had four, four or five people message me today just asking for information about what we've booked, where we've booked it from, how much it costs and all this kind of stuff. So um, I'll actually say it here. You can do it now from Manchester or Heathrow to Chicago, flying on the Tuesday and back on the Monday and staying a little bit further away from the venue for probably about £1,000 for a person. And if you can buddy up with somebody else, you can do it for about 850 um, because you can share a room, basically, and get a bit cheaper. So, yeah, that, that's how much it costs to go to travel to Worlds and to stay there. Never mind event tickets and all that guff as well, but that comes down the line. But, yeah, so there we go. And uh, Yeah, it is absolutely well worth the experience. Like, if you, if you are on the fence about going, um, I would say just do it if you can if you can afford it and it's within your budget and everything else then um you know is is a cracking uh event and, and a cracking experience and it's not just the gaming it is the people and you never know there might be another iso plane absolutely oh. yeah no and, and this is it like um uh you know that that um obviously that scheme was fantastic that um that uh iso and, and a few others got involved in uh and the community like you know it was buying things through louis wasn't it that also added to the, to the pot um but yeah i mean that obviously it did help me go last year i i claimed i think half my flights in sort of value as such um but yeah this this year i will be funding myself completely yeah um i i've yeah i'm, I'm going for myself i i got lucky um changed jobs and well, I mean, lucky in there. I'm, I'm going to pay for this at some point in about 30 years. But basically, my new job hasn't taken pension for the first three months. So I've been able to use my what will now be my pension contributions to pay for a significant proportion of expensive things over the last couple of months. Um, but from next month, that stops. So I've had a little bit of a mini windfall um recently so i've been able to afford to pay for it so hopefully that means that because i don't have to go out with my hand out for other people i might be able to help other people out a little bit in the future um if there is like a nice plane initiative or something then i might be able to to push a bit into it rather than um applying for it so yeah it's it's a great thing and if it does happen again it'll be fantastic so and no pressure, but if you do apply for the isoplane initiative, if it happens this time, last time, one of the win, one of the people on it was the winner, was Nicholas. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, a happy note. Um, we're going to leave it there for tonight. Thank you very much for your company tonight, Tim. Thank you. That's been and happy. um, it's been nice. Yeah, it's been nice without the oiks chipping in. <laughs> No editing required. Maybe maybe I have to edit for brevity. This was going to be a short one, and it's ended up being the same length, but with just two of us talking. So. Nah, it's, this is it. <laughs> no editing. You're just going to get full 100% Tim and Rich. It's all good. It's all good. All right, mate. Cheers, and we'll speak to you all soon. Bye-bye. Toodles. To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us